This is the Born Offside podcast. It gets better when you share it with your friends, enemies, and family members. So do that now. I said now. Hit pause. Share. Then come back and listen. I'm not even joking. Share it, you mother. That was, get that out of the way. We are now recording. (laughs) All right, here we go. Welcome, well, well, welcome uh, to episode 12 of Born Offside. Uh, First and foremost, uh, we're we're back in here. Uh, We have a new Facebook page. So at Born Offside Pod, like it, write on it, uh, graffiti it if you can, which which would be quite interesting because I'd love to see you graffitiing your screen like wherever you are like your monitors and stuff and everything and then going <laughs> look what i'm doing on their facebook page and then you're realizing that you're just doing it on your hardware the last three seconds of this um recording indicate how jason understands the internet which is not very well <laughs> not very well dino boy here dino boy i'd rather have a t-shirt that said dino boy so um uh, but yeah like us uh, get onto it and uh, and put up some posts and put some comments on there and we'll uh, we'll see if we can cover uh, cover certain things in in the show um anyway first and foremost uh, before anything else i already said that yes <laughs> and i, and I so said this that is on secondary to something else already secondary and second most i've got a cold so please bear with me on this i guess it's uh, all, all these world cup matches are taking its toll uh, and we do tend to forget that uh, you know it's a little bit like a virus it ends up getting you and you've got uh, it you've got it bad I, I do i do i've got the world cup bug and it's uh, it's uh, it's coming in inside of me, and it's probably going to come out like aliens. Uh, but uh, we will today. Speaking of aliens, <laughs> what? Speaking of aliens, what? Uh, today, here we go uh, uh, with me, Jason, and with Dave uh, over the ponds. Uh, uh, we will start uh, after the five-two uh, walloping that Belgium gave Tunisia on Saturday. It was time to see if England could do it against Panama. Uh, uh, today, what we'll try and do is we're, we're, we're going to take a look at the second group uh, uh, G matches, uh, the other two matches in Group H uh, as well, Japan versus Senegal and Poland versus Colombia, some great matches there. Uh, plus, we'll have a look at tonight's games as well, the first round three games of the group stages. Uh, this is uh, where it is all do or die. It'll be the four matches. It'll be four matches per night as well now instead of three so uh, as if it wasn't tough the enough the podcast to will now be five hours long yeah. <laughs> it's just gonna be ridiculous so we're gonna have to really chop and change as to what we're actually gonna be talking about but uh uh but yeah look it's time to get your charts out now who's gonna finish tops of their groups uh who's gonna be playing for the boring uh, but obviously predictable two all draws so that we can knock italy out again um uh, although italy and not, not already out they're already out yeah already out before it even started mate <laughs> uh so yes but first and foremost let's get straight to it and straight into the thick of it kicking off with the much anticipated england versus panama now first of all dave i called this one i called it a panama win you how did. wrong was i desperately wrong <laughs> desperately desperately wrong um both factually and um kind of spiritually you got this one pretty wrong. We got a lot wrong uh, with this game. Uh, we did. For, well, I, I requested that Harold Edward Kane would score five. Uh, he only got three, um, <laughs> which is disappointing because Very disappointing, you know, that's the Harold. easiest game I'll have. Uh, we've also been running a long-time feature on uh, the quality of Jesse Lingard. Oh, God. I, I would just say that today, that Jesse, that, Jesse that Lingard... That was me slapping my forehead. Oh, God. Jesse Lingard has been the best Jesse Lingard's ever been. Although, actually, to be fair, I don't think he did all that much other than, no, win, no, a, he didn't. Other yeah. than win a penalty and put a screamer in the top corner. Other than that, he didn't do all that much. <laughs> um, mate, this is a very curious thing because today England have won 6-1. It's the first time an Englishman scored a hat-trick in a World Cup match since Gary Lineker in 86. Only mm-hmm. the third overall. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the first time in any World Cup that England have scored five, let alone six, uh, the first time we've scored four since the 1966 World Cup final. We all know what happened then. We won and Germany <laughs> went out. Oh, Germany went out. If you, go, if you lose in the final, have you gone out? 
are you out if you're losing the you are aren't you? you're out like if, uh, if, we, if we beat germany like we did in 66 you go ah germany you're out you're out you're, you're out <laughs> well yeah technically yes because it's a knockout competition yeah yeah so you've been knocked so, out yeah so, so yeah. the winners are still in right but for four years for four years i guess so yeah they can reap the benefits okay but yeah. anyway we won we won six one all of these records have gone uh lots of goals here and there mate my favorite stat of the day john stones now has more world cup finals goals than wayne rooney oh. <laughs> hey that's a nice one bring that one <laughs> poor wayne oh dear um, uh, one good thing about Wayne Rooney going is that we don't have to listen to that awful chant as uh, Rooney, Rooney, Rooney. That's enough just, of that. You know, because I've had enough of Brits going around the world going, <laughs> Indeed, we all have. You aren't, you're smarter than that, okay? Yeah. So anyway, all of these great, wonderful statistics, but I honestly don't think we played all that well. Like the first, first 20 minutes, I mean, you and I were, 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 well, WhatsApping or Facebooking, whatever we were about it. And I was sort of going, they're not playing all that well. Uh, um, I was gonna say, Panama, Panama had a, sh- a shot and Pick- Pickford did his normal thing of flinging himself at a shot that's going a good two yards wide. He did um, a Pickford. He did, that's going to be called cool, doing a Pickford now, flinging yourself yep. at a shot which is going comfortably wide. It was a lovely fling, though. He really went for it. Um, he looks like some kind of spider blowing in the window. You know, he's just legs all maybe, over the place. It's just, you know. <laughs> Maybe know. it's a thing. Maybe it's a like, I'll get myself warmed up for when I have to make a real one by going for one now. But I feel inevitably he's going to injure himself doing one of those. Like he's yeah. going to jump, jump into the post or something stupid. <laughs> <laughs> or land on his wrist funny or something, you know, because he, he, he seems like he has no control of his limbs when he does it, right? He can propel. Well done. Very good. Using, using your calf muscles pretty well there, buddy. Uh, and then as soon as you do, once he's in the air, once he's airborne, he's got no control of himself, you know, and he's just like, you know, and, you know, he's going to hurt himself. You're right. You're very right. right. But, and then, so Panama had a, a couple of shots. We gave the ball, one particular time where we gave the ball away, trying to pass it along the back. And I was thinking to myself, if that's Germany, that's, that's a goal. That's, goal, mate. that's the whole thing over <laughs> it's done like just you know it was a, a lazy pass from harry mcguire across the back and then i mean we were clinical we were clinical but panama were disastrous some of the defending was horrendous really bad and then you can say that we played well in order to create those circumstances but honestly it was the least convincing 6-1 win i've ever seen it's very true. I think there was a, a general air of disbelief at halftime. 5-0 up at halftime. And I'm, I, I, I know that. I'm pretty sure everybody would, be, would have been looking at each other, turning around, you know, and kind of going, what do we do now? We've never been in this kind of position before. I can just imagine everybody at the pub going, oh, is this really happening? Um, the, the only thing I would say about this was that, like, um, uh, I, I felt a little bit, like, I wanted to feel for Panama uh, in a similar way that I felt I have felt for a lot of Central and South American Peru. Uh, teams. Peru, especially Costa Rica, not so much because they just kind of you know sat back, whatever. But certainly about for Peru, I wanted to feel the same way. I wanted to 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 feel almost as if, come on, let's hit, let's have a game of it and let's go for it. Um, but as soon as Jesse Lingard was elbowed in the face in plain view uh, by that uh, uh, absolute monster, horrible man, Gomez. I don't know. Oh, if he was a beast. He was horrible. He was, he was, that guy had it in. And I think he would have had it in for absolutely anybody that he was playing against. Uh, he's the most capped uh, uh, Panamanian uh, um uh, football really? player of all times. Yep, yeah, it's like a hundred. <laughs> Have you noticed like a lot of these countries as well, a lot of the countries like Central uh, and Southern American teams, their caps, like for us, if you get to a hundred caps, it's like, wow, this guy like, has like 170 caps or something. You know, he's like- How many red cards has he got? I'm going to look that up while you- while you Yeah, ra- all right, you, you go on for about it. the rest of the game. Please do, because it wasn't only that. Gomez, first of all, he, he, he elbows Lingard and then he goes down clutching his head as if there was uh, 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 two heads clashing against each other type thing and the referee bought it and immediately asked for oh clash of heads clash of heads and even the commentators on tv were saying like yeah clash of heads clash of heads you look at it in slow motion and it it was nothing of the sort gomez went up there with his elbow smacked lingard in the side of the face poor chap as if he's not having a hard enough time uh, of his life being jesse lingard 
He then has to go and get smacked in the face. Poor guy. I, I felt bad for him, actually. Um, so glad he got the goal. Um, so he went down and uh, the commentators were kept on going about, oh, that they're taking their time with it, you know, to make sure that he's okay. So no, it's not concussion, mate. He just got elbowed in the freaking chin, you know, uh, or in the cheek, you know, and he's, he's probably broken a cheekbone there or something. And it wasn't the first time. And then Gomez decided to, for, for the first goal, for the first goal, uh, uh, where uh, Stones ghosted in unmarked, uh, well, he was marked on the edge of the box, but he lost his, he lost his marker. We've all been there, right? Where you're, you're defending someone on the edge of the box and you're like, I'm not going to run into the box with him. You know, <laughs> I'm like, I can't, I can't be bothered. You know, they've told me to mark this guy, but uh, you know, I just let him go. And, and that's exactly what happened. Suddenly he found himself in acres of space, nobody on him whatsoever. Bang, back of the net. On that same corner, Gomez and Harry Kane were engaging in a wrestling match and Gomez was pretty much all over Kane and uh, and I he'd already been called up twice by the ref beforehand and I think if Stones hadn't scored that first goal Gomez would have got uh, uh, would, would have been penalized and it would have been a penalty anyway so um so yeah, yeah. Uh, Mate, uh, I've looked it. I've looked it up, and Gabriel Gomez, from all that I can see, has never got a red card in his career. <laughs> oh my god! What? Maybe he took something before the game. You know, some kind of Hulk uh, uh, pill. You know, where he's suddenly out of control. It's not him anymore. He could probably he probably came off after the match and went, "What? Hey, 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 hey What's because uh, <laughs> they kind of hey, they say, what happened? What happened during this game? And then turn around, mate, we, we lost it, you know, 6-1. Oh, I don't remember any of it, you know. Yeah, so I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe that is exactly what happened. Uh, but uh, when that goal went in after eight minutes, I felt great uh, because of that, you know, because of the fact that he was wrestling to the ground. I thought Torres was going to be the issue. But it ended up being this Gomez chap, you know, who came out of nowhere and just uh, started uh, uh, smacking everyone. And it wasn't the only thing that he did. He didn't even get a booking in this game as well. So, uh, uh, and and some of the, um, that that's one of the things I think, some of the, some of the tackles uh, uh, that were being Taste. thrown in there, mate. They really were. You called it before the match as well. You said that Panama was up for a little bit of a fight. We should probably get the rat in there. A couple of others, you know, get Rose in there and, and, and let them go for it. And, uh, and, and it, they did. They came out and all, all guns blazing on that one, really. What, so. I, what I really liked about Panama's aggression is not only did they fly into tackles, not only did they try to rugby tackle Harry Kane at corners, but they also argued with everything. Like even the VAR decisions, they were arguing. The penalty had been given. It had been checked by VAR. And the guy's standing there arguing. And you can see Harry Kane going, is he going to get out of the way? <laughs> like, it's just like, they, just, they just took it to a whole different level. Um, it's so I mean, true. If you're going to be like that, I mean, be like that. But getting back to England's performance, we scored, what? Goal from a set piece, penalty. Mm-hmm. A lovely goal. A really, really lovely goal. All some right, people, right. some yeah. people are calling it goal of the tournament. But it's oh, not, no, it's, it's not. not that. It's not that. Mm. Frank Lampard was on BBC today calling it goal of the tournament. I know, Frank Lampard, that you made a career of scoring penalties, tappings after the goalkeeper had spilled it, and deflected long ranges. So for you, that would have been the best goal you've ever scored because <laughs> you scored nothing but horrible goals, Frank Lampard. Talking, We've got a thing about horrible goals. The all-time horrible goal leader champion is Frank Lampard. Every goal he's <laughs> is horrible. Anyway, I'll stop going on about Frank Lampard. But anyway, stop going on about Frank Lampard. <laughs> Jesse Lingard's goal was a nice goal. It wasn't the best goal of the tournament. It was yeah. a very nice goal. Certainly the nicest goal England have scored in this tournament. Yeah. Uh, and then, so what we're talking, set piece penalty, proper goal, set piece penalty, and then, penalty. Yep. and then a deflected long ranger. So, <laughs> and that, that deflected long, that was a beaut. Mate, oh, I don't know. Mate. We'll get on to we'll get on to Harry Kane in a minute, but that man can do no wrong. He was wearing high heels off of that one. I'm pretty sure, but anyway, uh, <laughs> it was absolutely. And that's and you're you're totally right. It was very very weird. I think five nil up at half time, but every single goal was uh, now the 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 set piece. Um, uh, the second set piece that they did, which is obviously rehearsed in the way that they did it, was just just amazing because they pulled it off. You know, uh, why I mean, use that now? With well, three well, up, 
We've got <laughs> lovely true. set piece. We've got this three 0 up. We could have used that in the quarterfinal. Why use it now? <laughs> I mean, and, the, uh, the Germans will be writing that down. Tony Cruz is sat in front of that game, going, "Oh yeah, 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 yeah this is fun." Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think one before. Henderson nice. peels off here. They will stamp oh. on him. Good. <laughs> And and Sterling would have to because it was it was really for Sterling, wasn't it? But he completely yes, yeah. yes, yes. Uh, more um, about Sterling later, I guess. Indeed, uh, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, look, I, uh, yeah, five nil at half time. Uh, uh, about almost kind of a deflated feeling uh, coming out for the second half because there was a little bit of kind of you know how how are we going to do this? What, what what's what's the best way to to tackle uh, a team that you're already beating 5-0 it's it's very difficult to get into the mind of it um <clears throat> but I didn't like the way that England then set about sort of halfway through the second half set about starting just knock it knock it knock the ball around the back you know between themselves a little bit you know I didn't I didn't enjoy that I know other teams do it I've seen other teams do it but apparently at one point even uh, uh, Walker even came up to the sides and, and sort of asked Gareth Southgate if it was okay for them to do it. Uh, uh, what I'm referring to is basically John, uh, uh, sorry, stone, stones to Walker, Walker to Stone, Stones to Walker, Walker to Stone, Stone to Walker, Walker to Stone, Stone to Walker, Walker to Stone, Stone to Walker. You, you know that? You remember that? And then yeah, we just sort We did win 6-1, so let's try and find some positives. And there, were, right, a, okay. there were a couple of positives. Positive number one is Harry Kane took the two best penalties you have ever seen. <laughs> they were pretty Woof. good. Yeah, he really, literally tried to take the net off, and then when he <laughs> failed the first time, he's tried to hit the exact same spot in order to, you know, because a good marksman when they shoot, right? Like the, it's not only being able to hit the the number ten on the target; it's about being able to repeatedly get in and around that. And Harry's yep. gone. I'm going to try and make a hole in the net. Okay, I haven't managed it this time. I'm going to try and get it in the same spot. And if I, they were, that's, mate, they were beautifully taken penalties. Oh, all right, all right. Keep your so, hands on. All right. but, we had Matt Letizia, so I know what you're talking about. As oh, well, so, he uh, fairly yeah. walloped him in. It was <laughs> lovely. And then my other second major positive, other than uh, Harry Kane's ability to smack a pen in, is um, I thought Southgate was dead on when he came out afterwards. And they said, you know, get, like the interviewer was all like, Gareth, you've won six one. All of these records are gone. He went, yeah, I didn't really like it. I don't think we played all that well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which yep. I think is uh, the right thing to say because it was factually correct. But even if it hadn't been, it'd have been the right thing to keep all their feet on the ground. So well played, yep. Southgate. Well done, absolutely. A lot of a lot a lot has been said about Southgate during these uh, uh, tournaments, uh, and I think he's he you know he's obviously coming coming into his own as well. He's enjoying the role. And he's getting into it, but he's absolutely keep keep their keep their feet on the ground. It's very very important to do so because this six one is deceptive. This next that match is. now that we've got coming up against Belgium, that'll be the true test. But that'll no, mate, it's not going to be. They're already talking about resting everybody because both teams are through, and also because and I don't want to go into this now because we'll preview it at some point. But basically, there is there is some kind of debate over whether to go through first in the group or second because if you mm-hmm. go through first, you could end up with. Brazil or Germany in the quarters. So um, yep. we discussed Belgium yesterday and how Lukaku is probably going to be rested. We discussed that Ali was rested and probably be rested. There are people talking about resting Kane. There's no way Harold Kane would let you rest him. There's goals <laughs> to be had. He'll be seething if you rest him. Absolutely what? seething. What does that mean? Goals, goals. <laughs> I just want goals. H likes goals. You've got to play him. He likes goals. Anyway, but the point is, I think that game will now be not... Even, even if both teams put out their first choice team, because there's nothing on it really, like they're both going through, I wonder how much of a test that's going to be. Um, mm. You know, so I feel that game could be something of a dab squib now. Either way, I don't know. We'll see. But I'm very, very know. down on this 6-1 win. We're through. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what gets me a little bit is that you were more excited for the Tunisia game. You were yeah. more excited when they won against Tunisia. And I was a bit like, oh, it wasn't, it was a bit crap really, but you were, yeah, way more excited. So but anyway, that's, that's all good. Um, I'm, I'm with you with the, with, with, with the, the, you know, again, keeping your feet on the ground with this one, <clears throat> because, okay, we've broken all these records, uh, but really seriously, 6-1, uh, it, 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 it wasn't quite what it was supposed to be, but you know, let's enjoy it for now. 
six one. I think we should just go get it, go ahead with it, and just uh, uh, and now just just watch some of the other teams, enjoy the World Cup because that's what the World Cup is all about. Getting through as far as you possibly can, and then just going off and watching some of the other teams and and, and seeing you know seeing some good football basically. So um, so yeah, I think uh, absolutely. All right, okay. Uh, if if that's enough of England, uh, yeah. we. We can move on. Well, there was the Jesse Lingard thing. Uh, now, I got a lot of stick uh, from, from a lot of people uh, <laughs> with this Jesse Lingard thing. Let's just get something totally clear. And, and Dave, you, you've covered it as well. First of all, the goal wasn't postage stamp, all right? It looks postage stamp, you know, when you see it in real time. But once you start seeing some of the repetitions and everything, uh, uh, the, you know, it, it wasn't postage stamp, okay? Second does, of all... It, may, it, it does kiss the crossbar on its way in. All right, yeah, but Chris Crossbarton goes down. If you look at Coutinho's, oh, yes, yes, now. it's not quite as good as Coutinho's. Thank you. you. That's postage stamp. All right, right there. But, 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 so, mate, best goal that England have scored in a World Cup since since the last time we we scored uh, two goals and they were Joe both, Cole. Yeah, Joe Cole, Sweden, two thousand six. Sweden, yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. And that that kind of meant nothing. That goal. Yeah, but uh, what a goal! Yes, it was. A, yes, yeah, <laughs> what, okay, a goal, what a goal! What a goal! Oh, so so but, it's the best goal in 12 years. Yeah. So, but the thing is, like, Lingard needs to be, like, because for the, for the rest of the game afterwards, what was he doing? You know, where was he? He, he didn't really do that much. I didn't hardly saw him in there. I saw Loftus-Cheek in there a hell of a lot more, and I thought Loftus-Cheek actually played a bad game. But he had more touches of the ball. He was more involved in, in the game. Uh, I, I didn't see Lingard still, so let's not start to get all, you know, oh, chicken, look how good he is, you know. And, uh, you know, anyway, I want to say something I shouldn't. Um, and <laughs> let's not start. You know, yeah. Anyway, and uh, <laughs> and so yeah. Look, it was a, it was a great goal. But Coutinho does this kind of thing week in week out. You know, Lingard. If you start doing this thing week in week out, and then having games where you disappear, we can even call you one of those. You know, it's good. We need to have him on the pitch. He doesn't do anything for eight nine minutes, but for that one minute, he produces that moment that can change a game. All right, fair enough. If you want to be that guy, that's fine. But you're not that guy. You're a busy, industrious attacking midfielder and you need to start getting a little bit more involved with the game i'm worried now that he's going to start commanding a starting lineup a start a starting place in the lineup because of that goal but um yeah he probably would have done so anyway anyway uh so yeah so that's the uh uh the thing on jesse lingard he's the the, the jury is still out on that one if you ask me uh, right, okay. We'll take a short break and we'll come back and we will uh, review the other two games uh, of uh, Senegal versus Japan and Colombia versus Poland. Oh, oh, oh. England is in Russia. Oh, oh, oh. Drinking all your vodka. England is gonna go all the way. This isn't repetitive at all. Here comes part two. Okay, all right. Welcome back. Uh, let's go straight into it. The uh, second group G match. Oh no, sorry, that was uh, that was the England match. The the group H matches now: Japan versus Senegal and Poland versus Colombia. Uh, we'll we can start with. Uh, I think we need to start with uh, with Colombia versus Poland, don't we? Really? Uh, I want to go to the big one. It was a well, lot of fun, mate. What a well, lot of fun. Both both matches were great. Both matches yes. were great. I have to say, uh, but yeah, I think the big one. Yeah, let's let's talk about Colombia versus uh, versus Poland for this one first. Well, what I loved about this game, and this game was all about what happened in the stands for me, because the atmosphere that the Colombians made, and and from all accounts, it was a, a you know a sixty forty split, like sixty Colombian, forty Poland. A lot of poles had gone, but. The Colombians were just making noise and noise and noise and noise and noise. And I was thinking, it's like, if they score, they're not going to be able to raise the volume because they're already... But when they did score, they had a notch to go to. Oh, <laughs> seriously, the Colombian fans really made that game. And you felt like you were watching this real spectacle. Obviously, it was a do-or-die game. The, yep. uh, the, the losers go home. Winners are in a pretty decent position. Draw suits nobody. And, and it was really the... I guess the occasion uh, that I think felt like Poland were playing the occasion rather than get than the game. Uh, anyway, they were fairly dreadful Poland. They really were quite poor mm. and Colombia buzzed around and they zipped and they interchanged and they played these passes. McQuintero. Oh, 
What a yeah. lovely little player. We were, yeah. we were kind of like speculating whether his free kick under the wall was any good. I, I take it all back. He entirely meant it. I have never seen <laughs> one man play so many reverse passes in my life. It, like, it was like, you know, that when a player plays a reverse pass and you watching on the TV are like, oh, oh it's on. Like, he did that like six times. He was just reverse passing all the time. Like, it's very oh, true. All over the place. And I loved it, mate. Him and James and Cuadrado and then old man Falcon up front. Oh, it was <laughs> lovely to watch. The two centre-backs for Colombia were knocking, knocking um, Lewandowski around like he was like a pinball. Like just, whoop, <laughs> you have him and bam, you have him. And um, I think they have a weakness at fullback, Colombia. But going through the centre of the team, Barrett, Barrios played very well. I thought it was a very impressive Colombian performance. They... they Harnessed the emotion of the occasion wonderfully, and, and they fully deserve to win 3 0. They perhaps should have, should have won by a few more. The crowd was spectacular. I really enjoyed watching that game, and I, re- I was up off my seat when the goals went in. It was so enjoyable. And like Falcao in particular, you had to just, you know, the guy missed the last World Cup. You know, you thought his career had gone. He was a passenger at Chelsea. He was worse at Manchester United. He went to Monaco. We all thought, well, what's he going to do at Monaco? Emerges out of that incredible Monaco team. Has two really great seasons. Gets back to the World Cup. Has to put up with, with, with you know, running around all by himself up front for the first match. And then the second match gets through on goal and just tucks it in the corner. Mate, there's something about someone scoring a one-on-one. It's lovely. Loved it. <laughs> it's very true. He did tuck it away very beautifully. That it t- it takes it, it well, it takes balls, obviously, but it also takes a hell of a lot of confidence in your own ability to find the bottom corner with the outside of your boot when you're on a one-on-one. But like, I you- I felt as he went through, I'm like, he's going to put this yeah. in with the outside of his right. There you go. And he got like, I felt like I was at one with that moment and I knew what he was going to do. And well, he- his body, his body motion was, was all about that. You know, the way he just suddenly, he just, just, he just glided to the right and you were like, oh, here it goes. It's going to, yeah, absolutely. But when you're in that one-on-one position, there's, you've got three or four different options, right? Take it past the keeper. Uh, that's one. Maybe do a shimmy, go right. Maybe shoot, do a shimmy, go left. Try and take it past the keeper because you're one on one, and there's no one. The defenders are going to take a little while to to, to get past you. Uh, you can you can do a messy and chip it, clip it, clip dink. it over the keeper. The old dink. dink, the old dink. You can, and this is what the majority of, of of normal human beings would do. You put your laces through it. All right, mm. you put your laces through it, and usually when you put your laces through it, it's going to go in between the keeper and the front post. Mm. But then you've got a very, very classy finish with the outside of your boot, with the outside of your boot to the keeper's right. There's a little gap in there and the keeper will never get there. He will never get there. But that gap isn't very big, right? That gap isn't very big. You're going to need to get it in and you're going to need to get it right. And it, it, it takes a special character i think to have the confidence to be able to hit it with the outside of your boot and put it in it's not everyone that's that that that, that has that ability especially with that kind of okay they're already you could argue that the pressure was off he was already two nil up but you know it was only one nil oh sorry yeah so it was one nil at the time yeah no absolutely what accentuates it even more uh absolutely yes sorry because he he, he needed to be able to, to, to have the confidence to be able to put it in there. And when it did go in, it was just, ah, it was just euphoria, wasn't it? Absolutely. The, Mate, the I, don't, I, don't speak, I don't speak Spanish. I don't lip read. But I was able to just, I feel like as he went through, Falcao went, oh, I'm having this. I, <laughs> like it, it's come through from Quintero Fine. and he's like, oh, I'm having this. This is going, oh, I see it. Oh, <laughs> the pass from Quintero was beautiful. Oh, it was Absolutely. lovely. What lovely moment oh i, I just yep. I, it was a real world cup actually the two night matches that we've had this weekend the saturday night match and the sunday match like as is it's night time in i mean it's all night time for you but it's you know yep. the the prime time last match of the day and that is supposed to be the big one is the last match of the day as spectacles it's been great and this world cup in general has been just i think maybe it's wonderful we haven't had a nil nil yet today we had what uh, we're just six versus one plus two versus two is eleven. Plus... We've had fourteen goals today, mate, across three games. That's fourteen goals, fourteen, beautiful. That's like what four and a half, four point three goals a game. It's lovely. Like how many goals in a typical Premier League match? What two, 
four and a half a game. <laughs> Lovely. Love some goals. I'll have more of that. Thank you very much. Oh, uh, yes, a quick, a quick word for the last goal as well with the pass by uh, uh, James, James Rodriguez. Oh, into Quadrado. You know, it's, it's one of those situations, if you're Quadrado and you pick up the ball in that position and it's just you, you've got to, it's, it's not easy you know, in, in the sense that you've got to go full pelt because you know the whole, there's going to be a barrage of white coming after you and you're probably going to get hacked, which you did a little bit at the end. Uh, but uh, when you're in that position and you're just running for the keeper, that's, the adrenaline is, 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 you know, and yeah. at that level must be unbelievable. It must be fantastic. Yeah, I mean, Hamas is getting a lot of plaudits for the pass and he should and, and he also assisted the first goal. First one as well. Uh, yeah, that was, yeah. That was a, a lovely cross which came off a no look Quintero reverse pass lovely um, <laughs> but but I think what's really quite underrated is Quadrado's first touch because the ball from Rodriguez is a delicious ball but it is it has come half the length of the pitch so it has been hit at pace so it's traveling when it meets him and it's also curving back into him back in yes and he manages to put it in front of him a in a straight line which yep. is hard and B, at just the right amount so he can, and he ran across the guy. Like, it looks simple. It looks like, you know, got the ball, you just run straight line and you put it past the keeper. But I thought mm, mm. Quadrado's first touch was, was really nice and, and quite Exquisite. underrated. And Colombia looked good now. Colombia probably, I think they'll probably, probably go through. Um, yep. and, and they're a great team to have. You want these teams with the big followings that follow them around. I kind of really hope that England avoid them. I don't want to play them. Uh, mm. I'd much rather play Japan or Senegal, which we'll, we'll get onto in a bit. But yeah, I, I, I hope we, we avoid Colombia. I feel like we'd be a hell of a game because I don't think either team can defend particularly well. I mean, Davison Sanchez plays for Tottenham and he's an athlete and he's a unit, but he, he is also at times an idiot. So <laughs> We seem to have a plethora of them uh, coming out of Tottenham. I don't know why, but anyway. But, but honestly, mate... The, <laughs> Like this is a perhaps a general point that we won't spend too long on, but I would I would say now that we've seen it with Boateng, uh, you know Sanchez, Harry Maguire. The, how many top 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 level centre backs that don't make mistakes are around today? Like even mm. PK is getting nutmegged. Ramos gets a red card <laughs> every minute. Like uh, this is a challenge for anyone. Who's the best? Who's the best centre back in the world right now? Yep. That's a great one. I like that. Who's the best centre back in the world? And we will rip you down as soon as you. Um, titi? <laughs> it's not Um Titi. Um Titi's not. handling the ball when it comes in. Nah, it definitely isn't Um Titi. So, no, that's that's a beautiful one. We'll leave we'll leave that with our viewers. Uh, paste it up, uh, uh, put it up on Facebook, uh, uh, or uh, get in touch with us uh, directly on that one. Uh, very quickly, let's just finish off with Senegal versus Japan, uh, as as if it wasn't good enough having such a amazing match with Colombia Poland Senegal Japan what a what a ding dong match that one was as well ding dong go 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 it was <laughs> it was lovely um Senegal Senegal I, have you seen the um have you seen the little video that went round of Senegal doing their warm up the night before not the warm up no sorry i thought you were going to say the little dance when they when they celebrated towards the end but uh no no, no. no there's a there's a lovely video and we'll put it up on the facebook page there's a lovely video of them doing their training in the stadium the night before which everyone you know kind of does to get accustomed to the pitch and everything but uh yep. yeah they're, they're doing their i think it's either their warm up or their cool down and uh they're all just in a line just kind of swaying from side to side, beating their hands and, and clapping and singing. It's just delightful. No. And, and then we were talking about the fans, the Senegalese fans. There were, there were what is it? S-E-N-E-G-A-L. So there were seven of them with yep. Senegal written across, body paint, hats on, sunglasses, up and dancing and cheering and the whole thing. And uh, my missus came in and uh, was like, oh, look at them. They're really going for it because Senegal had just scored when she came in. I was like, they've been doing that the whole time. If they were 4-0 down, they would have been doing that. <laughs> they are loving it. They're having a wonderful time. They're lads on tour. They've got their T-shirts off, their war paint on, and they're just dancing, and they love it. And, um, yeah, it was lovely, lovely, lovely That's goals. Beautiful. Lovely game. They go 1-0 they go up from a horror show from the Japanese keeper. I think I really would quite like to play Japan because that keeper is dodgy. That uh, keeper is dodgy, absolutely. And I, he had – it was I, – I, I, if I was the defender – in front of him, because I it, it, I got the impression 
that he was almost looking to try and blame the defender uh, uh, for that, you know, because it because because his header wasn't great. He could have headed it, uh, he and he probably should have headed it now in retrospect uh, out for a corner. That would have been more sort of you know. Yeah, yeah, a bit better, but he didn't. Instead, uh, uh, he, def- he 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 headed it straight back into the path of I'm not sure if it was Mane or or who it was that was taking the shot. Uh, but he took a shot. But the keeper he has to he has to hold that for goodness sake. You can't be punching it from that uh, from that range. Sorry, it wasn't Mane because Mane actually scored the goal, wasn't it? So uh, uh, yeah, you can't be doing that. Absolutely not. Yeah, yeah, and then um, Japan got back into it with a with a nicely taken goal from. In Inui, 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 Inui. A lot. Yeah, very impressed with him. I really was. Uh, he played very, very well uh, throughout the game. He was seemed to be the, the you know, the guy that was uh, that was up for it. That was a very nice, very well taken goal. I think. Yeah, um, and uh, I thought the right back uh, ran tirelessly. Sakai, who plays, I think, for Marseille in France. He was um, he was a fundamental energy. Not always the the highest amount of quality, but he kept running and running and running and going and going. Yep. Uh, and then halftime come around and then Senegal's uh, young right back, 19 years of age, scored, the youngest African to score at a World Cup, I believe. Uh, fairly leathered. I couldn't decide there whether to say leathered or walloped. And I was going to end up with a high ready lollop. He them. weathered the ball in. And, uh, and it was a actually very, very classy finish because... You could have just whacked that, but he actually whacked it with a little bit of elevation to get it past the, the guy on the line. Yep. You thought, well, Senegal are going to, you know, they're going to be through here, but back came Japan. On, on came old man, old Mac Daddy Honda. Uh, did you see Kagawa when Kagawa and- went? Kagawa was not happy when he got taken off. Oh, no, 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 I didn't. He was, oh, it was Honda who came on for Kagawa. Yeah, Honda came on for Kagawa. And then I think, what, Honda had been on the pitch three minutes when he, when he yep. tucks it away? And then scored. <laughs> <laughs> but mate, Okazaki came on as well. And he made a, did, and he ran around. He, he made a nuisance around. of himself. He just <laughs> blocked the keeper for the goal. He was all over. That. He didn't even know where he was. You know, it was pretty obvious. It was, you know, and I, I think, I think the Japanese uh, uh, management team must already know. So they must have sort of whispered, it, just like goading him like a horse, you know, before before a, a, a big race. You know, okay, this is what you're gonna do. Just sort of whisper in his ear. You know, you know, this is what you're gonna do. This is where you're gonna go. You're just gonna go. Yes, sir. Yes, boss. Yes, boss. Yes, absolutely. Yes, boss. Yeah. Just go into the box. Run. Go, mate. Mate, there's a there's a very <laughs> there's a very there's a very famous very famous uh, coaching anecdote from um, Harry Redknapp, who is quite the character. But um, Harry Harry Redknapp, who was manager at Tottenham at the time, uh, we were playing Liverpool, and uh, Liverpool had been all over us. Um, but somehow the game was one-one, and he it was at White Hart Lane, and he um, he brought on Roman Pavlyuchenko. Uh, oh. who, was, who was a player with all of the talent and none of the application, quite like a, a boozy night out and, uh, and an affair with a woman. Um, all, <laughs> sometimes on the same night. Anyway, so, so, so Pavlyuchenko also famously spoke barely a word of English. And so they, um, they asked Harry, you know, what did you say to the translator to say to, to Roman as you sent him on? Because Roman went on and scored a, a last minute winner, uh, at, which at the time was a much needed three points for Tottenham. And then Harry very famously said, oh, not much. I just told him to go on and run around a bit. But, <laughs> so can you imagine how much Harry Redknapp would have liked Shinji Okazaki? He'd be like, oh. I, I don't even need to talk to him. <laughs> like, I'm just going to go on and run around a bit. <laughs> Oh dear, he just would have loved him. He just would have loved him straight off. He's my favourite <laughs> player ever. I've never had to say a word to him. He manages himself. <laughs> <laughs> brilliant, brilliant stuff. All right, okay. Uh, I think that's enough of that. Otherwise, we're not gonna, really going to have much time to be able to preview the rest of, uh, of the matches that will be coming up. So let's go off for a nice quick break. Uh, and when we come back, we'll be talking about the, uh, the other four matches which will be going on tonight. You've got me turning up and turning down. I'm turning in. I'm turning round. I'm turning Japanese. I think I'm turning Japanese. I really think so. Welcome back to uh, Born Offside. Uh, Once again, uh, sort of drum it in, but uh, get onto our Facebook page. We've been having some problems with Twitter. Twitter! Not like Rio. Rio always has a good time with Twitter, doesn't he? Twitter! Twitter! 
Um, but yeah, get onto our Facebook page and uh, leave some comments there, and uh, and then yes, we'll uh, we'll get to them. We might reply to them if we're if we're feeling in the mood, uh, and if my cold subsides. Uh, but um, yeah, who knows? Uh, so we'll finish off nice and quick with uh, previewing uh, the two uh, big. The four big matches, two matches in Group A and two matches in Group B. This is it. Uh, this is the time when um, uh, we start the, 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 the first round of the three uh, games of the group stages. Uh, it's, it's, it's four matches per night as well, which is fantastic. So the first two matches, which are going to be coming for Group A, Russia uh, uh, versus Uruguay, Saudi Arabia versus Egypt. Um, I'm going to give you... Uh, Five seconds for each game. Dave, are you ready? Uh, Russia versus Uruguay. Go. Uh, Uruguay playing Russia. Uruguay already through. Russia already through. Saudi Arabia playing Egypt in a later game. Saudi Arabia already out. Egypt already out. I don't care about any of them. Uruguay are horrible. Russia, Russia uh, the host. I hope that Russia uh, score against Suarez. I hope that Suarez hurts himself and goes home. I would like to, to make an editorial decision and spend the time that we would have spent previewing these games talking about the fact that Maradona has made a request to talk to the Argentinian squad. Hey! <laughs> so we're not even talking about Margentina, Mar- Margarina, Margentina. <laughs> Maradona plus Argentina is Margarina. It's always going to happen, isn't it? Hey, Margentina. When we ask you to say say two words in a short space of time, yeah, uh, the group A is boring and dull, and no one really cares. What um, is important <laughs> is that Argentina is such a level of crisis that Diego Armando Maradona has gone on Venezuelan television. I love that. If he's making an appeal to the Argentinian FA, where do you go? Venezuelan television. On he goes to Venezuelan television and he goes, I basically want to go in and talk to the boys. And I'm going to take a few of my mates. I'm going to take a few of the players that I used to play with. Uh, He doesn't specify who, but I'm guessing it's probably what? um, Kenija? Kenija, why not? Yes, he's probably fat and old. Yeah. Take Kenija, Alzi Ardili's... Maybe Pochettino, although I think Pochettino like, should probably be like, no, Diego, I'm not going to do that. No way, mate. I've, <laughs> I've actually got a life to protect. I'm a proper football manager. Anyway, <laughs> and he's going to go in. And actually, there's been genuine talk that they're going to fire Sampaoli and put um, Diego Simeone in, which could be disastrous because Diego Simeone would probably turn up dressed top to toe in black, waltz in and go, right, I've had enough <laughs> of this. All of you. <laughs> 541 press-ups, 231 shuttle runs, and then come back here. And if any of you are still alive, I might put you in the team. That includes you, Diego Messi. Diego Messi, even. Um, <laughs> oh, you call him Diego. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, Chola Simeone would, would call him that. He would go, Diego Messi. Uh, what do you want of it? Uh, I once got David Beckham sent off. Um, <laughs> May Argentina a glorious, you. glorious mess um, oh, and it's wonderful mess. and I an love that Diego, Diego, um, Diego Simeone might come in that Diego Maradona might come in and there'll be talks in the dressing rooms and they'll still probably go out it'll be very funny <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, it's um, uh, uh, to, to quote uh, uh, what he's actually put in as a quote unquote Maradona basically came out and said, I played with my life. Literally, literally. Whenever, whenever I got, those sorry, I didn't, I didn't finish the sentence. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> but he was playing with his life every time he went on the field because he'd taken so many drugs. Whenever he had a heart attack at any moment. <laughs> I played with my life whenever I got the Argentine shirt. Whenever I got it. So he actually, as soon as he got, as soon as he got it in the changing room, he's like, here we go. It starts. Hey, where's that line? Come on. <laughs> Let's get it. Because he wouldn't take anything until he had the Argentine shirt on, obviously. Um, uh, legends like Simeone, Redondo, Ruggeri, Canigia, Philol. Oh, we were right. We were right. Canigia, isn't it? We were. We were. Did exactly the same. And then he finishes by saying, I want to be able to talk to the players and make them understand what it means to wear the national shirt. Right, okay. Because okay. the current <laughs> right, buddy. Because they don't know. So, what, sorry, sorry, Mar- Diego. What does it mean again? Sorry. Because <laughs> you're going to be able to iterate and you're going to be able to tell us what it means to wear the national shirt. So, I, I don't know what it means, mate. I'm sorry. I don't, I thought it was about playing football for my country, but you enlighten me, mate. You enlighten me. Go for it. 
Oh dear, oh, that's fantastic. Now, we, we mustn't forget, of course, that Diego uh, uh, um, uh, Maradona, after taking copious amounts of cocaine for a very large period of, sh uh, of time and almost getting himself killed uh, by drug cartels in Argentina for a, a period of time after his career was over, decided that the best route of action, course of action to take was to go into management. Now, at the time, of course, he was, uh, I don't know if you remember or not, but he was, uh, he even went to hospital a couple of times, didn't he? Because he was so overweight yep. and uh, he, he'd had some real heart problems. Now, he shed a little bit of that way off but not that much enough uh, enough to live enough to live enough to just about live and to become the coach of random saudi arabian teams or middle eastern teams and get fired by them uh until he gets then moved on to a different area um i forget where he is now is he has he moved north is he in sweden or something or i don't know no he recently left i think a team in qatar because he failed to get them automatic promotion automatic. but he immediately got uh, he got pulled up and uh, went into a new team in a new sort of godforsaken area of the world like mongolia or something i don't know um sorry mongolia. there goes our mongolian listener <laughs> Sorry, buddy. Um, yeah, and uh, <laughs> but here he is. He's we're talking about a guy who, yeah, okay, fair enough. He did he did some fantastic things. Beautiful, undisputedly one of the, if not the best football player the planet has ever seen. Uh, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you have the capability or the ability to go in and talk to a bunch of players to make them understand what it wears, means to wear the national shirt. Uh, yeah, no, absolutely. And we'll, we'll be able to talk more about that when the, the, the game comes. But uh, Argentina are an absolute mess. Uh, uh, just very quickly, what do, you, what do, you, do you reckon they'll even make it? Uh, to, uh, Mate, uh, you can't possibly have me come on that until I know whether or not Diego's been allowed to go into the dressing room. <laughs> okay, all right. That'll make all the difference. All right, watch this, uh, watch this space. All right, we'll finish up today's, uh, 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 today's podcast. Uh, what we're going to do is we'll, we'll take a, a final little break and then we'll come back for the big cracking ones for Group B. This will be all or nothing, Portugal versus Iran and Spain versus Morocco. We'll be right back. Hey, Margarina, what are you doing? I'm going on Venezuelan TV, and then I'm going to tell Messi how it's done. Oh. All right then. <laughs> Sorry. These drugs are kicking in, by the way. Woo! Woo! All right. Welcome back uh, to the final installment and final part. Uh, group B... <laughs> this one needs no no introduction, obviously. Uh, Portugal versus Iran, Spain versus Morocco, for a place for two places in the uh, um, next round of the World Cup 2018, which so far has been an absolute stomper. It's been absolutely fantastic. Uh, what a wonderful World Cup uh, this has been. And uh, one certainly for, uh, to to remember. Uh, well, I guess we, we, we've got to start with the only place that we can possibly start, uh, which is uh, Portugal versus Iran. Let's, actually, let's, we, we start with Spain versus Morocco, and we just assume that Spain are going to win that game. Yeah, I think okay, they will just... because, because Morocco are not going to be like Iran in that they're not going to shut up shop. They don't have the, the players or the attitude. And what's the point? in going into that mm. game, shutting up shop. They've, they're out already. They might as well go out and have some fun. Exactly. Uh, and if they do out, go out against Spain and try and have some fun, they're just going to be annihilated. Yeah. That's, that <laughs> Spanish Probably. team are just going to ping pong, tiki taka, niki naka, ching jangy the ball all the way around the pitch. Tip tap, tip tap, tip tap, tip tap. David Silva, you have it. Oh, oh, off we go. Lay it oh, into God. Nacho. All the way back it goes to De Gea. Nacho, uh, in the, uh, in we go. Oh, God. <laughs> Oh, and then long ball up to Diego. Diego, <laughs> in typical non-Spanish tiki-taka style, says he obviously gets annoyed, you know, halfway yes. through. He's just, for God's sake, I've just been standing up here for the last 15 minutes while you idiots around the back over there just keep tiki-tackying around. It. Just give me that ball! You know, so they, they shove that. All right, all right. Sorry, Diego. Sorry, Diego. Boot it upfield. He controls it on his chest. He takes it past four defenders and scores. Yeah, um, and then that'll be, that'll be fairly early on. It'll be 1-0. Then they'll ticky-tack the ball for 80 minutes. 
yep. pick up a second one where someone gets bored and puts it in. So yes, we can assume that Spain will beat Morocco. Let's move on to Portugal versus Iran, which I don't think we can assume too much about. No, we certainly cannot. Not with the display that Portugal put on against Morocco in the last game. Uh, we're talking about a real, real humdinger of a match here, I think. Um, everybody's looking at it like, you know, Portugal will have too much for Iran. Well, you know what? Everyone looked at it like Portugal had too much for Morocco, and we got served. Thank you very much. This is not an episode of GUZ, though, quite frankly. Uh, it, was, it was frankly embarrassing. You're not going to take me down that alleyway once again because that alleyway is a dark and dingy place where people get molested and then killed. And <laughs> it's not something that I really enjoy, you know, around those big rubbish dumps, you know, there's the big rubbish dump out around the back. There's always, you know, you see a pair of feet. Uh, Mate, your, your, obscure reference to, <sighs> your obscure reference to a TV show that no one's probably seen because you're so old, followed up by a metaphor of being molested in a back alley and then killed is not where I ever envisaged this show going. So okay, I'm get, sorry. If you could get back onto the football, <laughs> it'd be appreciated. I just don't enjoy it. I don't enjoy it. That's all. All right. Okay. So yeah, back to the football. Um, <laughs> I don't. Enjoy, I don't. Enjoy, when I say I don't enjoy it, what I meant to say was I don't enjoy these kinds of games. This is extremely tense. Uh, I'm going to be with a group of mates. Uh, we're all. We're, we've decided that we're going to go out. I don't know why. It's. It's like. It's a really stupid thing. I'd rather. I'd rather wake up early in the morning, stay here in the comfort of my own home, and 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 cry into a pot uh when it uh when it all goes tits up so um but uh, uh we're not it looks like we've decided that we're all going to be going into the city uh to uh, to go to the pub we've we've started this tradition we've done it for the other two matches we might as well do it for the third one as well so we're going to go for it and we're going to watch uh portugal uh, uh probably <sighs> now i i'm I, I, i'm thinking a draw I'm thinking a draw, yeah. but if it, if it's yeah, I'm thinking a draw. I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be one all. Uh, I, I think we'll go ahead. I think Iran will come back and and score, and uh, it'll it, it'll be one all. And then the last fifteen to twenty minutes, we'll live a, 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 an an endangered life round the back, uh, pretty much like we did against Morocco again. And it's just going to be another another disappointment. The only other way that it that it could go, which I think would be more beneficial to to, to the Portuguese if it's going to end a draw, is that if Iran go ahead first, and then Portugal, the onus is on Portugal to try and get back into it, then trying to pick up a little bit of momentum, uh, start to switch the ball around, start to play more attacking football, start to show some of the flair that we know that Portugal can have, and and start to build up that confidence so that we can get into the next round with a little bit of confidence because if it happens the other way around if if portugal score first and then we just defend 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 we're going to finish the game having just defended all the time we'll go into the next round regardless of whether we go in first or second which i think i think we're going to go in second uh, uh whoever we play in the next round we're going to go in with that defensive mentality and and it's just going to be ugly for everyone you know uh, mind you we might win the world cup then yeah. Let's, let's let's hope it doesn't come to that. Uh, so what, what really what really is up in the air is uh, who's going to play who. So if we if we were to take a little liberty and knock on some wood, and Portugal were to make it through to um, the the round of sixteen, yep. Of Uruguay or Russia, which one would you rather face? I think I think I'd, you know it's it's become not easy actually because of russian russia's displays uh but i think i think we would rather russia i think we would rather russia um so uh, but but you see if russia beat uruguay and we do come second with a terrible draw then we will play russia but then we would have seen russia on the back of three big wins and uh, you know they'll have the win in their cells they'll have they'll have the the, the russian people behind them uh they'll have the the, the stadium will be will be totally russia uh it's just going to be it's just going to be nuts so that that their big disadvantages there in terms of football i believe we we should have enough to go past russia we should really have enough to go past uruguay as well but uruguay are one of those countries you know that uh, oh you know it's just painful On, honestly i think we've got it tough either way we've got it really tough either way but i think i would just rather have russia and then if we go out to russia at least russia is still in the world cup <laughs> at least that's a good one let spain deal with uruguay that's what i reckon uh because uruguay are we want everyone wants uruguay to go out especially you 
as yes. well. And you've yes, got, you, yeah, 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 you'd probably prefer it if Spain were the ones to play Uruguay because there's more of a chance that Uruguay would go out then. Um, possibly. What, what is really appealing to me about a Portugal versus Uruguay last 16 clash is it's bastard on bastard. It's Ronaldo <laughs> versus Suarez. Like, and like when bastards collide, sparks fly. It's so like, true. <laughs> you know, I can see them exchanging hat tricks and then I know Ronaldo winking at Suarez and Suarez being so offended he just jumps on him and starts, you know, gnashing away at his jugular. <laughs> <laughs> you could, I mean, if they didn't play on opposite side of the pitch, then you 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 might imagine them being, you know, toe to toe a little bit more. But um, yeah, well, no, we'd, have, we'd have we'd have Suarez versus Pepe. That'll be tasty. That would be tasty, mate. Pepe's not going to have any of that. Absolutely not. Two of the most theatrical play acting footballers of all times. Uh, a, man, really- a man who has repeatedly bitten people versus a man who once stamped on another player's head, <laughs> like. <laughs> Deliberately, <laughs> deliberately, and, and deliberate, and did it twice. I yes. think in quick succession, got himself banned for ten matches. And you know that during those ten matches that he was banned, didn't regret it for a second. No, and the two <laughs> men who love a dive as well. It's good. Yeah. Oh, Suarez yeah. versus Pepe, mate. Now I want this to happen. I want this on football gods. Mate, make it happen. Because then you've got Ronaldo versus Godin, and oh. uh, um, uh, who's the other guy? Sorry, the other right, Atletico next. Madrid. Uh, yeah. Uh, Yes. So, you know, and quite frankly, you know, he'll be having it in for, for Ronaldo for sure, because, you know, there's been a lot of history there in the, in the, in La Liga over the past couple of seasons. And I think yeah. that, uh, yeah, yeah, especially, uh, it'll be payback, you know, for Godin, especially after those Champions League ex- exits and everything as well. So uh, I think it's um, Portugal versus Uruguay. There's going to be a lot of, of, of needle in there, a lot of stick, you know, it's going to be a bit crazy. Um, there is a Game yeah. of Thrones episode called Battle of the Bastards. You could totally market this this match as Battle of the Bastards. Mate, Pepe we'll put that Suarez. we'll put that on our Facebook. Yeah, page. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which one of them uh, is Jon Snow? I think Ronaldo is probably Ronaldo, of course. Yeah, yeah, Suarez is Ramsey. Is Ramsey? Oh God, I hate Ramsey. But I hate Suarez. It fits. It fits. <laughs> All right. Yeah. No. Absolutely. It's it's gonna be uh, it's it's gonna be a fantastic match either either way. I, th- I think. Um, well, let's deal with the first game first. I think we're we're, we're jumping into the, these possibilities, and this is something that we can talk about uh, uh, tomorrow morning. Hopefully, you know, <laughs> once once the game is over and done with, because it's gonna be tense. It's gonna be very very tense. Plus, I'm sick as well so this is not uh, is not proving to be too much fun at this very moment in time uh so but yeah I, look I, I am very very stressed uh, about the possibility that portugal may go out against carlos k Roj, uh, and iran today and I, i'm thinking that uh, uh but then again i i thought this before the morocco match I, they didn't disappoint in terms of performance of course but uh, i am really quite nervous about this um however if we do beat Iran, if we manage to pull off a little bit of an England or a Belgium, you know, and, and just get some, get some goals in there uh, and, and just run away with the match, I'm going to be feeling really confident about, about this next, uh, about the next round. Um, and then, of course, all eyes will be on, uh, 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 you know, whether or not we'll be able to get through uh, and, and who we'll be playing against. So, um, but Uruguay-Russia is up first, so we'll know straight away so portugal and iran will know once they kick off as will spain and morocco as well um they'll know how how it's done sorry just one very quick thing before we do actually go uh just want to sort of clarify it a little bit is there any way spain won't make it there is isn't there yes if 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 iran and portugal draw and spain lose to morocco yeah spain lose to morocco but even if iran and portugal draw i'm just having a look at the tables over here uh, the goal difference at the moment is not looking good for iran i think goals four four and three for spain i oh, know iran are one and one so yes. yeah so for them so to lose they'd have to lose 2-0 i two think 2-0 They'd have to lose 2-0, uh, Iran and Portugal, or Iran and Portugal would have to play out a three-all draw 
and then yeah. Spain could lose one nil, and and they'd have more more goals scored, but the goal difference would be exactly the same, and then they'd be out. So, hey, Morocco, <laughs> what what you doing? Hey, what you doing tonight? You got you got any plans? It's got some, it's got some goals. It's got it's got some, yeah. What you doing? What you doing? Come on, let's go. You know, let's go have some fun. You know, Mate, keep dreaming. Uh, keep uh, dreaming. All right. I will. I will. I might even watch the Spain Morocco match as opposed to the Portugal Iran match, but only oh, only for the first ten minutes until freaking yeah they score again. But anyway, uh, so yeah, so that's it, Dave. I'm done. We can move. You're on. done. Well done, England. Six-one victors over Panama. Uh, uh, although it was a bit of a weird performance uh, for them to be able to do so. Uh, that followed the uh, five-two walloping that Belgium gave them uh, on Saturday as well. So, uh, well done, England. Well done, uh, uh, Belgium. Uh, uh, Senegal and uh, Colombia, you'd probably have to say, are in the driving seat now uh, to, to get through from that match. Uh, thank you very much for joining us. Join us again, same time-ish, kind of tomorrow, where we'll be, be we be, uh, will, will we be uh, in tears? I will, I very well may be in tears if Portugal don't make it through against Iran. Goodbye. Yes, let's hope you are. I mean, I'm, oh. I'll go. <laughs> Thanks a start. lot. Thanks a lot. <laughs> All right. See you later. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.